There's a change happening in the way we live, the way we work, the way we spend our money and make our decisions. We are evolving to be more conscious in our actions in a way that serves the world and makes it a better place. Welcome to The Ethical Evolution. The Ethical Evolution podcast is brought to you by The Ethical Change Agency. I'm Bindi, CEO and founder, and I am honoured to bring you the stories of those who create change through paying it forward and giving back. Ethical business owners and holistic healers who are determined to create collective change in the world. Once we have a change in consciousness and through collective change, we can become one. Will Rodriguez has a background in science and spent a good slice of his life in the television industry. His evolution led him to podcasting, where he worked his way through a breakdown to create the Skeptic Metaphysician, connecting with leaders in different modalities of woo-woo and healing to truly find what works. As a scientist, Will didn't believe in blind faith and had to find the proof for himself. Through this conversation, we share our journeys, which are incredibly similar, and how podcasting has changed our lives. Welcome, Will, to The Ethical Evolution. It's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. Now, um, thank you for joining us. Now you're coming to us all the way from Virginia, USA. Uh, Now, can you tell us about who you are and what you do? Sure. That's that's a loaded question. Uh, (laughs) I am, a by trade, a video and television producer. Uh, I've been in the video and television world pretty much my my entire career. but uh, recently have made the transition to digital audio in this form of, of podcasts. Mm. Uh, and that is because of um, not just the vast popularity of it, but uh, really to, to give you an idea of how I got into it, I'd have to tell you a little bit about what happened to me over the last couple of years. Yeah. And um, it's, a, it's a loaded topic, so bear with me. <laughs> um, like most people, over the last year and a half to two years, uh, COVID became a real problem. Mm. Um, prior to that, because I am in the television space, uh, television is, is an incredibly stressful vocation. So over the last oh, man, two years or so, two and a half years, stress was starting to get to me to the point where I had a an existential crisis. I had a little bit of a... Um, a uh, Nervous breakdown, I guess is probably the best way to put it. Yeah. Uh, where I had to take a leave of absence from work. I had to really refocus on myself and what my what my soul needed. And um, I found that through the working of that, I realized that I was, oh, I, I was a terrible person. I was a really awful person. And the realization hit me hard. Um, I, I thought that I was... Uh, a genuine human being who treated everyone with respect and um, to learn that I was fooling myself really my entire life was so hard for me that it literally drove me into um, this existential crisis that I had. Um, And during the time that I was trying to pick myself up, up off the ground, I was looking for content that could help me 
on a daily basis. Uh, I tuned into things like Headspace and Calm and things like that and found that Headspace had a short five-minute little podcast that they publish every day that kind of was a look of, like a pick-me-up. But I was looking for more in-depth content. I was looking for mental health topics that would allow me to, to wrap my head around what I was going through. And I couldn't really find that. I found a lot of shows that, that were in-depth hour long, hour plus long shows that I just didn't have time for. Mm. So um, when I picked myself up off the ground, I realized that, and I came back to work, um, I, I wanted to create something that I was looking for that I couldn't find. I couldn't find. So I created Calm, Cool and Connected, which was my first podcast, which was meant for the mental health space. And that show was very uh, intentionally we keep them around 10 to 15 minutes tops and they're all very specific to one topic so that if you are interested in a topic, you tune in. If you're not, you don't have to, you just wait for the next one. The next one might be of interest. And I found that most commutes are around the 20 minute mark. Mm. When you're commuting to work, it takes sometimes 20 minutes on the average, the average commute, at least here in the U S is 20 minutes one way. So I wanted to create something that was consumable within one commute so that it is it was easy to digest. So that's why Calm, Cool, and Connected was created. But then I found that just the mental health space was not enough. Mm. I found that um, my crisis went f- much further than mental health. It went into truly who we are, what we're doing here, what is the purpose of life is there anything beyond this space? So then I launched my own podcast, which is called The Skeptic Metaphysician, that dives into all matter of these types of questions. I'm by trade a, a scientist in mind, so I'm not good with blind faith. Uh, I need to, sh- to to feel it, to touch it, to know that it truly exists. So the, that's the reason why the show is called the skeptical or the skeptic metaphysician, because I'm very skeptic of these things. So I need, I need proof. Well, over the course of the last 28 episodes or however long uh, it's been now, uh, I interviewed experts in their individual fields, people who astral projected, people who are experts in life after death, people who are past life regression therapists, who are, uh, experts in reincarnation and Reiki energy healing and tarot and all these different modalities. Each episode dives into one of those modalities to find whether or not this stuff was real, right? Well, I can tell you that I've learned an awful lot over the last 28 weeks um, in this space and have found fascinatingly enough that Though everyone is using a different language, we're all saying the exact same thing. Yep, yep. I mean, it, it blew my mind because I, I, there's so much out there that it, it doesn't matter what path you choose. As long as you choose a path, we're all going to the same place. And that was unbelievably soothing to my soul. Mm-hmm. Because there's so much out there, but what if I, you know, I don't believe in astrology. So what does that mean? Does that, does that mean it's not real? Does that, it just, 
No, it just means it's not the path for me. Mm. So it, it became a labor of love for me because everyone tunes in to learn about a different modality and may find that, nope, this one's not for me. This one's not for me. Oh my gosh, Mm. lucid dreaming Mm. that I want to learn more about that. So it's a great jumping off point for people who are interested in this world, but aren't quite ready to hang up all their other belief systems based on one or who are intimidated by the whole woo thing (laughs) of it. Right. Yeah. Um, it's really an entry level to to this type of conversation uh, without feeling like you're going to be preached to or um, you're going to feel like you are the conversation is over your head because I'm a newbie to the space as well. So yeah. I'm asking the questions yeah. for you that you would want to ask, mm. basically. Yeah. and That was a long answer. Sorry about that. No, <laughs> it was perfect because um, it just shows um, how much you and I have in common on so many levels, um, you know, particularly um, our journey and, and the same kind of conversations that we have. Um, so, um, yeah, probably about more, about three, nearly four years ago now, um, I started my own podcast called The State of You. Um, and it went into um, it, basically self-growth, self-discovery. It, it became my therapy, basically. Um, and from there, I just exploded. And now I've been on, I think, 12 different podcasts, created diff- 12 different podcasts. But um, we're now up to 78 episodes on this podcast and again I talk to those same kind of people that you do you know uh, I've actually done the past life regression and future life progression uh stuff with someone um we talk about Reiki we talk about shamanism we talk about spirituality um you name it we're doing all of that and we're asking all those questions that nobody else asks because we're curious and we want to learn and we we want to grow so doing exactly the same stuff that you are how incredible I love it. I love it so much. Uh, I think that there is, it, it's so important right now because the world is definitely going through a transition. More and more people are interested in this stuff or curious about this stuff. Um, we are learning more about quantum physics and mm. quantum mechanics and what that means for things like the law of attraction and all that kind of stuff. So the more people out there asking those questions and diving into these topics, the better, I think, because the message Overall, we've got we have to change. Mm. We we've got we've got to wake up. We've got to remember who we are, because this world is in dire straits right now. Exactly, and, and that's that's exactly the whole mission behind this podcast. It's all about the ethical evolution. It's about waking up and making different choices um, for a better tomorrow. So exactly, you know, we're, we're all getting the same message from all of these people. Like, how much more does it take? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, uh, sadly, there's there's a lot more waking up to be done, mm, unfortunately. Absolutely. Um, so, you know, with the podcast now, um, where where are you headed with it, and and what's your mission? Mm, great question. Uh, I started the podcast as a way for me to get my affirmations out into the universe. Mm. Right? It wasn't really ever meant to be a tool for anyone else to use. It was really a tool for myself. Over the course of the last twenty eight episodes, I've found that. Uh, I've been driving like-minded folks to find the show. And um, I was looking right before the the recording, I was looking at my podcast reviews and ratings, and uh, there were a lot more than I 
remember or thought there would be. So it's definitely resonating with, with a few mm. people. So once I learned that, this is probably maybe three months ago or so, I learned that it, suddenly this this project took a life of its own. It wasn't just for me anymore. It was for uh, a lot of people out there who were thinking the same thing and, and asking the same questions. So I would hope that these questions, these topics, this this conversation not only resonates with other people, but but that they'll be moved to share it with other folks so that they and us can have those conversations and expand them and invite more people into the conversation. Because like we just talked about, we, we need more and more people to, to wake up. Mm. And um, my hope is to transcend the podcast and move this more into a um, a place where people can learn. I hate to use the word retreats, but, but maybe that's the future. Um, I've been approached to be part of retreats in the past where they charge people to be part of the retreat and things like that. That's not what I'm hoping for. I, I'm hoping for it. I, like my, my show is not monetized at all. Uh, I'm not interested in monetizing it at all because with monetization comes commercialism, which then yeah. becomes you lose uh, your, your, your whole ethos yeah. of it, right? Yeah, exactly. The, 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 uh, talk about the ethical change. Mm. I I want to keep that ethics above board. I'm not influenced by anybody. There's no brand telling me what I can or can't say or do on the show. Similarly, I would love to have a space where like-minded individuals come together to explore things. One of the topics I explored on the show was kundalini activation. Mm. Um, I would love, whether it's kundalini or reiki or intuitive healing or tarot readings, I want to be able to bring a bunch of people together and share their expertise with each other without having to charge each other, right? Uh, There is a way that people that do this can monetize it, right? We all have to make a living. I totally understand that. But at the end of the day, we need to help each other to ascend. Mm. And the best way to do that is if you have a special talent and I have a special talent, Let's exchange that those talents to help each other grow in a space that is safe and rewarding for everybody. And then perhaps bring people in who are outside of that to, to help sponsor it or to, to help um, monetize it in a way to, to cut expenses or to cover costs. But the content should not be something that I charge for. Yeah. The content should be something that, was, that is given freely because I want you, Bindi, to, to grow. Mm. And you want me to grow and we can help each other. That's, that's my hope is to grow this community into something that, that becomes a movement. It sounds so cliche. It really does. As I'm saying it, I'm cringing because I haven't said it out loud before, but I just, I just, I would love to see it. I'm really call me a child of the seventies or whatever, the sixties. <laughs> I, I would love to go back to that thought process. You know? Oh, Will, um, look, the universe, the universe brought you and I together for a reason and everything you're saying I've previously said before. Um, oh, wow. It's like, oh, my God, where the hell have you been? <laughs> um, <laughs> so, um, you know, I think um, there's potential for us to potentially um, bring bring this together. Um, I mean, you know, um, I've got a network globally of, of so many people in your wheelhouse, as as, as would you. Um, so I think there's there's an opportunity here for us to actually take this even further. So um, I will 
welcome it 100%. I'm looking for people. And I, in the course of my interviews, I have found a few people that are very similar in mindset to you and mm. I, where we want to collaborate. We want to help the, the world grow. Uh, so yeah, I, I'm count me in. I'm, I'm on board. I'm definitely a collaborator. You heard it folks. It's happening. It's happening right here. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm curious to know, Will, like through all of the conversations that you've had, I mean, I know I find I learn so much and I develop really connected relationships with people that I've never met before. Like we're talking an energy exchange you've never experienced. Um, like it's been life-changing for me, absolutely life-changing. But I want to know from you, um, like, what's been the biggest moment for you through all of these conversations that you've had? Like, what's been the most moving and memorable for you? Uh, I think I mentioned earlier the the realization that we're all saying the same thing, yeah, just in a different way. Um, I've also learned that there are more people out there that are talking our language. Mm but maybe aren't as vocal about it because there's a stigma, mm. right? There, there was a woman that, that came, that reached out to me because she had been a loyal listener to the show. And she says, I have a story to tell, but I'm afraid to tell it because I'm afraid what people will think about me. Uh, so I brought her on the show and we just used a, a, a first name. We didn't say who she was or, or anything like that. And she told her story and it was specifically about her experiences with an incredible vibrating vibration that led her into leaving her body, a journey outside of her body. And she was 100% convinced that it was real. It's not a dream. It is actual. I saw myself. I moved through the wall, sat down next to my dog, but she had never had the courage to talk about her experience before because she was afraid of being judged. Mm -hmm. since the time that she was on the show, she has had people reach out to her who recognize her, who said, I have a similar story. I had no idea that you were going through the same thing. I'd love to connect with you and exchange notes. And so that has given her the courage to go out and now suddenly start speaking about her experiences and showing people that you don't have to be afraid. Yeah, there are people out there who are going to call you a whack. There, mm. there, there are. There, there's those, there's and they're not your are, people. <laughs> not, oh, my God. That, that, that is the exact language we use on the podcast. Now, we've been looking for our people, and we haven't been able to find our people. Yeah. Mindy, right? you and I, we are our people. Yeah. Best is our people. These are the types of, of stories that are connecting the people out there who are searching for their people who can't find it. And it's okay to know that there are people out there who are not yours. That's exactly right. And I think that's the beautiful thing that the, the power that you and I have of, of, of holding that space for people is that we're bringing these conversations out of the dark and into the light. And you can just see how that amplifies once somebody hears that and then they're like, oh, hang on, that, that same thing's happening to me. Um, yeah. It's okay to talk about this stuff. Um, yes. So, you know, just opening that door for people to open up, um, yeah. I think is such a powerful thing. No, no question. And, and the, the feeling that I got when I, when I heard from her and saying, thank you for helping me realize that my story was one I had to share, it made it all worthwhile, right? Podcasting is a very lonely experience. Yeah. You, does not, you don't get a lot of feedback. Mm. 
So when you get a message like this, and, 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 and this woman and I have become very good friends afterwards. We, we, were, we knew each other before, but we've become good friends now. Uh, and to know that I have helped her by way of this show makes all the difference to me. It, it's suddenly now, it's not just helping me, it's I'm helping other people. And if I just help that one, it's all worth it. Mm. It truly is all worth it. Yeah. And, you know, that that just brings us back to the power of podcasts, you know, and it's something that I talk about a lot because I don't think people truly understand the power that we can, um, you know, bring to people through them. Um, to give you an example of, of what we've done so far through the ethical evolution, behind the scenes, we actually have a network with um, all the guests and we connect um, around the world and we share information we connect and we join on different missions so that we can actually amplify that work instead of doing it alone right so um to give you an example we had two different guests who were working in the rainforest of borneo they now work together to help save orangutans in borneo um we've got women in the uk who are working around sustainable fashion they're now doing webinars together like you know, so we're bringing people who are doing the same thing together. We're making those connections. We're making the world a little bit smaller, um, mm. and we're actually making that change that we talk about. That's 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 fantastic. I I, I salute you. I take my hat, tip my hat off to you. Uh, these are exactly the types of relationships that that the world needs right now. Mm. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so you know, you were just saying that podcasting is um, you know a, a lonely. A lonely art, <laughs> um, and I feel you there. I really do. After doing it for so many years and and um, helping others through that same journey, um, what would you say is your biggest challenge, though, in in this space, and and how do you overcome it? Uh, the biggest challenge. Wow, how much time do we have? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think probably the the hardest thing has been that that lack of feedback mm. as a video producer as a television producer we get instant gratification right we mm. know how many people are watching now granted we, we know how many people are listening or downloading the show but we because i worked for a major network in the states um, we knew right away if we were touching our audience if we were not touching our audience so for the first several months doing the show I didn't even realize, I was so new to podcasting, I didn't even realize that there was a, where, a place that people left reviews for you. Mm. So for several months, I was speaking out to the ether for myself, like I mentioned, just putting it out there as a way of getting my affirmations out there for myself. But then it became like I'm, I'm speaking out to the void. Is anyone even really listening to this? And at the end of the day, does it really matter? Well, I learned that it, it kind of did. It, it it felt very lonely speaking out into the into the darkness and not knowing whether anyone was was listening or not. Um, besides, you know, friends and family, because <laughs> and then you're lucky. If they don't, <laughs> <and anyway. laughs> so so my biggest challenge, I think, was was realizing that um, the show is meant to be a journey of discovery to help others. And most of these people are not going to reach out to you because they're afraid of what people will think. So not realizing that at the onset made it 
made it challenging. I, there was a there was a point where I I almost shuttered the show. Mm. Uh, it, it I do everything myself on the podcast. Yeah, I, I host it, I produce it, uh, I edit it, I uh, market it, I do everything myself. So it's it's a it's a huge time suck. And I do have a family, and it was taking a lot of time away from my family. And I was having conversations with my wife, and and she was just not happy with the time it was taking away. She understood the reason for it at first, but now I'm in a much better place. I'm hoping that I'm a lot less ego-driven in my life, in my relationships. I hope that I'm a lot less judgmental. I hope that I'm, I'm, I'm more authentic with my relationships and my dealing with everybody. So she's, she thought it was time to, to put it away, mm. to put your toys away now. <laughs> and um, it, it, it very ironic because the universe, universe works in very strange ways. It just so happens that she was sitting next to me while I was I, – I found this um, – this one site that um, curates all your reviews. It's called My Podcast Reviews. And when I went to that site and saw that I had a, over 100 ratings and th- over th- uh, 30 reviews, we started reading them together, shocked, like completely in awe of some of these, some of these reviews that were just Unbelievably inspiring. Mm. The fact that we are touching people had never occurred to me that that there were this many people that were being touched by the messages that we were sharing. My wife turned to me and she says, you can't stop the show. Mm. You are reaching a lot of people that apparently need this type of thing. You can't stop the show. So uh, I, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> and that that was a light switch. That was the motivation I needed to say, okay, however long I'm supposed to be doing this for, I'm going to do it until uh, I get another sign that says, okay, it's time to, it's time to move, move on. It's one of those things that, um, you know, and I, and I feel the same, I, I've been in the same space as you, you know, um, where you, you keep doing it because the passion's there and when that's gone, you know, it's time to stop. Yeah, because it just, like, I, I know there's times where I've tried to push things when I know they're not going to work and then I've, it's never it's never worked, you know, like, so you have you have to listen to that intuition and know that um, when it's right and when it's not. Absolutely. I, I think anyone, when you listen to a show, you know when someone's being authentic and when they're just kind of putting on an act. And the minute that I can no longer be authentic with what I'm, what I'm sharing, that's the minute to, to hang up. Uh, right now I am there. There's, there's one, I've actually recorded four of them. Um, they're called self growth journeys. I've released one a very raw, very holy smokes. I just found this out about myself and I hate it. And I needed to share this with you because maybe someone out there is finding the same things out. I've released one. I'm afraid to release the other three because they are so raw and so open up my chest and look inside type of content. I, I do plan on releasing them at some point when I feel a little bit braver. But those are the types of things that when I released my self-growth journey, there, there actually is one review that talks specifically about saying thank you for your bravery, for mm. putting it out there. And when I was doing it, I was just doing it out there to 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 get it out. It's like a diary for myself. And then suddenly realized, oh, oh my gosh, people are listening to this. And it was unbelievably rewarding. Mm. 
that be, in spite of my being raw and saying I have been a terrible person up until this point and I'm committing myself to making a change in spite of that, in spite of my vulnerability, my, my, my showing my, my true colors in, in Mindy, it was ugly. It was ugly. I was an ugly human being. Uh, in spite of that, people are, are long for the ride and, and want to see the changes and the exploration. I, I mean, I'm, I'm getting chills just now thinking about it. Um, and will, you know, from my experience, I've spoken to uh, very high profile, like Hollywood uh, producers and, and people like that who also do podcasts and, and also, you know, from my own experience that, you know, those those episodes that you record where you really are opening uh, yourself and it's really raw and you're afraid to let that out there, the one piece of advice I could give is just do it because the world's not going to end and you know what, more people are going to connect with that than anything because that's what the world needs right now. We need human connection. And, you know, don't hold back on that because that's what we're all yearning for. Yeah. You, you've inspired me. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and release those. <laughs> yeah, don't hold back. Like there's no time like the present. And, you know, um, I've had a, a guest on the show who um, who also has her own podcast and she uh, went through uh, addiction recovery and opened up all her closet, you know. So um, that was a big thing for her to, to you know, someone who's so publicly – um, visible to actually have that kind of conversation and let those secrets out. Um, you know, she she was scared um, to do that. And you know what? As soon as you do it, there's this big relief, this release. And you're like, you know what? The world didn't end. No one came after me with pitchforks. It's all good. Um, so, but, you know, there's, there's this cathartic self-healing in you doing that, but you're also helping others in doing it. It's... 100%. And in fact, it's funny that you mentioned the catharsis because the, the genesis of those particular episodes, uh, and, and they're very different than any of the other ones I've done because I've recorded them differently. Uh, every morning I wake up, uh, I have my coffee and I do a meditation. And then I pick up one of my favorite books. Uh, I have two that I, that I go between. One is uh, Dr. Wayne Dyer's 10 secrets to success, spiritual, uh, yeah, 10 secrets to success and happiness, something along those lines. Forgot. I, I'm, I'm embarrassed. <laughs> um, and then the other one is conversations with God. Yeah. And I need to first give a disclaimer. I am not at all religious. I am not at all religious. I am a scientist. I, I said earlier that I, I, need, I cannot go on blind faith and religion to me is complete blind faith. And that's just not for me. Mm. conversations with God is very, is often misinterpreted. In fact, when I first heard the book, I was like, I'm not reading that. That's about religion. That's not me. Not at all. Mm. It is not at all about religion. It is. And I'm not sure how much you know about the book, but it is written by a writer, Neil Donald Walsh, who sat down frustrated with his life and just started asking God questions. And God suddenly started answering back. Mm. And he just automatic writing, just, just wrote down and created this series of three books. I'm on the second book now, but the first book, I read it about 20 some odd years ago and thought, what a piece of garbage. I didn't even finish it. <laughs> didn't even finish it. And then during my crisis this past two years, I picked it up again and said, let me try this again. And all of a sudden, what, what, what did they say in the Bible? That the scales fell from my eyes. It was a life-changing experience. So now, every morning after I meditate, I'll pick up the book and read a chapter or two in it or a verse or two in it. 
And this particular day, I read something that struck me so hard that I could not not pick up my phone and record a voice memo putting all this stuff out there. And immediately following, I picked up the book again, read another one. And again, it was like, it was like I was, I was, I did not have a choice. I had to put this down on tape. And after I finished, it was this feeling of elation mm. that I had just <clears throat> unfurled, I unspooled all of this darkness inside of me and, and let it loose and let it go. It was unbelievable. And then the next step, when I released it out into the wild, so to speak, it, to your point, I was petrified, scared to death because I know my family listens to this. I know my friends listen to this. I know my coworkers listen to this. They're going to be seeing me in a light that I never wanted anyone to see me, mm. including myself. I was hiding myself from myself really well, but it was time to shine the light in those corners because I hated what I found out about myself. Mm. And the respect that I got from my friends and my coworkers because they had, they knew, they knew before me that I was this awful person and yet they still accepted me as who I was. Now suddenly this respect that I found from them newfound because I had identified it myself and committed to change. And now they're seeing the change. When I came back to work, the differences between how I was and who, who I who I am now they were the first to say, hey, congratulations. You are a different person and we salute you for it. Uh, so yeah, to your point, if if you haven't done that, I can't urge you enough to do it, whether it's write it down, speak it out in the podcast, um, sp- uh, t- talk to your friends or family, just, just get it out because it is life-changing. Mm. It's life-changing. It really is. Yeah. And again, <laughs> Just everything you said there, I can relate to you too. Like, like I've completely changed in the last two years as well um, through, you know, releasing all that stuff and getting out of the dark and all, all those kind of things. But, um, you know, I do episodes now that I never would have done three years ago. Like I talk about things I never would have talked about and quite easily. And then I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to put this out there and I know that there's people I work with, my family, other people who listen to this stuff. You know, if they don't like it, they're not my people. And that's fine. Um, but I need to get this message out and it's going to happen. And, you know, um, I, I quite often say on this show that um, I've, I've developed, it's almost like medium talents in the last couple of years where I actually get messages of, of what I need to share. And those, those episodes are probably the most profound ones. Um, like most recently um, I did a panel with three other women across four different time zones um, where we talked about shame. And they all shared their own very vulnerable, very raw experiences of of how they'd been abused, um, shame spirals, gaslighting, the whole nine yards. And it was like people listen to it now and they're in tears. Like it is that vulnerable. Um, And that came from just a message that I got. You know, I get these visions of what I need to share. Yeah, it's it's interesting you mentioned that because I, I, I make a point of listening to my own show when it's released every time mm. because I've learned that I'm going to hear things that I had no idea came mm. out on the interview. A lot of times when I'm having these interviews, uh, I lose myself yeah. without realizing I'm losing myself. The The conversation is, is to your point. I don't know whether, and, and I interviewed 
uh, Laura Saltman, who is uh, the Hollywood um, psychic or whatever. I forgot what she, how she builds herself, but psychic to the, to the star. I'm, I'm sorry. I don't remember, but she's, she's very well known in, in LA as a psychic and a medium and a channel. And she told me afterwards, Hey, you, you don't realize this, but you are, you're a medium as well. You're, mm. you're a channel. I, I'm a scientist. Yeah. I'm, I'm a, <laughs> right. But now i I find that the way that I channel is maybe doing these shows where I'm just having a conversation. I lose myself and I don't hear, like I've listened back to some of the shows and gone, wow, what the heck? I don't remember half of the stuff that I would, I talked about yeah. that we discussed. I, I truly don't remember half of it. Uh, so, so the show now has become, you mentioned therapy for yourself. It's my show's therapy for me too, because I'm learning things that I listen to my own show. And it's great. It really is. It's great. It's like your higher powers communicating to you through the show. <laughs> exactly. No, exactly. Yeah. Now, um, Will, I love to ask this question of everyone that's on the show and it'd be cool to see what your thoughts are. Can you define what being ethical means to you? Mm, wow. Wow. That is the question of the day. Uh, what is ethical? I think being ethical is behaving in a way that if brought to light, you will feel comfortable with. Mm. Yeah. Um, ethics is talking about conversation, conversations with God. I'm, I'm reading the, the second volume and I just literally this morning read something that, that when God was saying that the only way to make this world better is to live without hiding anything. Mm. And um, it, it talks about the importance of always speaking truth. Mm. Always. The problem with this world, according to this universe, entity, divine, whatever you want to call it, is that people are okay hiding things like money. Mm. There are so many different ways of hiding. Imagine if this world, everyone knew what everyone made. Everyone knew what the cost of making a certain thing was and what you're selling it for. Uh, if, if in a workplace, everyone's salaries were open and everyone knew exactly, it'd be a totally different world. There'd, there'd be no disparaging uh, salary differences. Um, there, there would be, people would be able to choose who they would support based on, um, what, what the cost of, of the good or service is versus what they're charging. I mean, all these kinds of stuff. And, and it's, it's, I'm sorry, I'm going on this tangent, but, but to me, ethics is just that is being an authentic person that you're comfortable with. So I, I am committed i'm trying very hard to live that life my life in that way where i'm not going to hide anything from you because it does nothing but do a disservice mm. so i will tell you exactly how i feel in a kind way as kind of a way as i can but it does you no good for me to tell you something that's not really how i feel and that's it. The, the more we hide things, the the more difficult life gets, I think. You know, it, it, it's going to bubble up eventually. So, you know, the more authentic and true you can be, um, the, the less stress you have in your life, really. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And I, knew, I know that specifically from personal experience, that whole thing about, oh, what a web we weave, that is so true. Oh, yeah. 
part of my nervous breakdown happened because I was keeping so many things from so many people. Mm -hmm. I was not being authentic in any way. And when I chose to stop that and I came clean with everybody about what everything I've been doing, the stress suddenly was lifted. It was gone. I can't even express you. So a lot of people were hurt, very deeply hurt because suddenly they realized some terrible things I had done or said that impacted them directly. But then we had a foundation from which to build an authentic relationship. And that made all the difference, Mm. made all the difference. Now my relationships, whether they're romantic or friendships or familiar, they're so much stronger. They're so much stronger. There's that cliche when um, when a when a an affair happens in a, in a marriage, right? Um, there's a cliche about if you can get through it, you you'll be you'll be stronger because you've gone through and you've, your your relationship is now built on a foundation of of truth and trust, and th- that goes so much further than just a, a marriage, mm. right? In, in friendships, you now can build from truth. The foundation is so much stronger. Uh, it is hard. It is awful. God, it's awful. They talk about shadow work. It is terrible and painful, but so worth it and so amazingly rewarding that I I urge anyone to, it, it's going to take a lot of bravery, a lot of courage, but man, the rewards are so worth it. I can't even explain. Um, I'm sure I'm, you know mm. Uh Living an ethical life, living a, a an authentic life, there's nothing like it. There is nothing like it. Yeah, not for the weak of heart. No, sure. and it's it's not easy to do. Like particularly if you're looking at it in 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 all areas of your life. But um, you know, it's again coming back to just getting started and and just making that change. You know, making the different decisions. And you know, I think over time, the older you get, you you have a very fine-tuned bullshit meter and I think that you you know when someone's not been straight with you, right? So I think over time, yeah, it does get easier. Um, but it's, again, one of those things you have to practice. So, yeah. yeah. No, absolutely. Although I do think that, that some people get so good at that bullshit. Mm. Right? They get so good at bullshitting people that sometimes you go, is, is maybe is it, is it just me that – maybe I'm just looking into this, seeing things that we're not, we don't, we're, they're not there. Um, trust it. Trust your intuition. Absolutely. It's always, it's always right. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, uh, Will, I've got um, two last questions for you. The first is, if people want to find out about your show and you and what you do, where can they go? The best, easiest way is to go to skepticmetaphysician.com. There you can... uh, Find all my social media platforms. You can subscribe to the show. You can actually listen to the show directly on the website. You can send me a message directly there. You can leave a review for the show. Uh, It's all in one spot. It's all in one place. Skepticmetaphysician.com is the the easiest, fastest way to to do it. Awesome. Now, here's the big one. Oh, boy. (laughs) What's the change (laughs) you'd like to see in the world and how can we bring it to life? I think we're doing it right now. Mm. I... 
I would love to see, remember in the musical, it became really back in the sixties, hair, uh, the dawning of the age of Aquarius. Yep. Where apparently we're there. We are now officially in the age of Aquarius. So now it's time for the world to catch up. Mm. It's time for the world to leave the toxicity that we've been living through for the past 10, 15 years and move towards a world that is happier, that is kinder, that is willing to work together. Um, I, I can only speak sadly about the U.S. because this is where I live. In the U.S., we are stuck in the cycle of compet, com, uh, of comp competition. Yep. The competitiveness that we have between ourselves right now where we think there's not enough to go around, so we need mm. to get as much of the pie as we possibly can, it's a fallacy. It's not real. It's an illusion. There is so much out there. And the more kindness and sharing that we are of ourselves, the more there's going to be to share. Deepak Chopra wrote a book called The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success. In it, it talks about the law of attraction, but it also talks about the law of least resistance. It also talks about the fact that if the more you give out to the universe, the more the universe gives back to you. So when suddenly, if you're thinking about paying a bill, right, and, you, and you're dreading it, you're saying, oh, God, I don't want to pay this bill. I don't have enough money. I don't, then you, the universe is going to say, okay, you want to live in a world where you're constantly lacking? Okay, your word is God. That's what we're going to do. But if you are constantly knowing that you're, we are all full of abundance, then that's what the universe is going to give to you. It's going to give you abundance. The world is trapped in, in a mentality of scarcity. I would love to see the world shift to a world, to, to, to a thought process of abundance because there is plenty. There's so much. The more we share with each other, the more we'll get back. It, we're not in competition with each other. We are one. We are one and we're trying to all get to the same place. The way to do that is to share with each other, to help each other, not compete with each other. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Again, you echo the things that I've said previously and, and that we've all um, said on this show. And Will, you've been an absolute delight. And I, like I said, there's, there's, an absolute reason uh, we're here together today. So thank you so much for being a part of the Ethical Evolution. I am thrilled. I'm thrilled to meet you. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you so much because the audience doesn't know how, what kind of hoops you have to jump through to have me on the show. We're <laughs> on, on opposite ends of the world. Yeah. And, and for you to, for you to do this, um, you were so amazingly um, flexible and wonderful in, in, in getting me on. So thank you. Thank you so much for, for having me. It's been so much fun. I would love, I mean, I would, I could talk to you for days and not <laughs> be denied. So, um, so th thank you for having me for sure. Thanks for listening to the Ethical Evolution podcast. If you're an ethical business owner, change maker or holistic healer who's determined to make a change in the world and you need support to spread your message, visit ethicalchangeagency.com to collaborate. Hey guys, it's Miriam Love here, and I want to share something very special with you. Check out my new release, All In, 
the Spanish remixes out now on Electric Hath Records. And always remember, be love, share love, all love. Available now wherever you listen to music. Are you passionate about saving the planet for future generations? Do you want to learn how to do it? If yes, then you need to tune in to the Nature Back podcast. It's a talk show covering the changing world around us. From renewable energy, sustainable agriculture, circular economy, to ESG and social innovation. Don't miss this opportunity to discover how you can join the movement and make a difference. Subscribe to the Nature Back podcast today on your favorite platform and get ready to be amazed. Electric acid.